Hello, and welcome to the Dramatized Podcast. I'm Lisa Ellis. I'm Kelsey Mabel. And today we're talking about episodes 9 and 10 of Cheese in the Trap. All right. Episode 9. Sol is asleep on the train, dreaming of all her friends around Minsu, but they're treating her as Sol, while the actual Sol appears to be invisible to them. She wakes up and gets a call from Yangon, which she ignores, and Yangon wonders why she's not picking up. He says she'll see who the real jerk is when she sees the text messages. Next, we see Sol putting back library books, and she sees Minsu, but they ignore each other. Then Sol is walking on the sidewalk when Yangon yells for her as he's riding his bike. Sol runs up some stairs to get away from him, but Yangon continues to run after her. I really don't know what it's going to take for him to get it. Just probably nothing, unfortunately. Maybe yeah. Jong burying him in some lonely field somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Burying him. I always say bury. It's a problem. It's a Texas thing because I say bury too. I think it's a, maybe it is a tex- Texas thing, but it's like more phonetic thing because I'm like picturing it in my head and I'm like, it's bury. <laughs> If it was Barry, it should be an A. You know, you're right. Thank you. It's the English language. You can basically do whatever you want with it. <laughs> True. Then Sol walks up to Sangchol to ask why he hasn't sent his portion of the assignment. He says that Jeu, is that how you say his name? Sure. I- Yi. <laughs> Yi. <laughs> was supposed to do half of it and send it to him. But why? It's Sangchol's assignment. He asks for more time, and Sol asks how he can ask for more time when he's already been given more time. Mm-hmm. Yes. He promises to send it to her by 11 p.m. that night, and she agrees to the time. Good job. Finally saying stuff. Go, Sol. Yes. Yes. Also, I just noticed we're both wearing flower shirts. Wow. Florals wow. for summer. That's not right, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fashion is whatever we make it to be, okay? <laughs> that night, going through the PowerPoint, Sol erases Song Chol's name from the assignment, which, good for her, yes. The next day in class, Song Chol apologizes to Sol for not getting in touch the night before. He had a family emergency. Sol doesn't answer as she hands out the presentation script and doesn't give one out to Song Chol. But then he sees his name isn't on it. She tells him she deleted his name. He slams down the notes. Did he intentionally not work on it? He told her he had a family emergency. It's his senior year. His father is retired and he's the oldest son. Does she really need to do this to him? Bora steps in to tell him to keep it down and Sangchol tells her to stay out of it. Does Sol have to be this mean? Sol tells him that's none of her business. They can't let his personal matters make the rest of them suffer. They all have personal matters. She already told him last time, and she won't change her decision. Bora speaks up again that the rest of the group agreed to take Sangchol's name off. Sangchol can't believe it and demands that they add his name as Zhang walks up. Sangchol continues saying they should have given him a heads up. Another group member tells him to shut up and that he's glad <laughs> john cuts in saying the professor will be there soon sangchol asks if jong is taking soul's side because soul is his girlfriend J- 
Jong simply responds with, good luck on the presentation, and goes to his seat. (laughs) No, he's taking her side because she's right. Yes. Like, good for all of them banding together and being like, no, you're not going to get credit for this assignment. And again, we're seeing some character progression in Seoul, and we love it. We do love it. Yeah. Because, I don't know, him pulling the whole guilt trick thing just really, really annoyed me. Like, I had a family emergency. Like, no, we know you didn't. If you actually did, Soul would be sympathetic. I know her. She would. I know her. (laughs) (laughs) But but you didn't. And it's like, how scummy to lie about that? I know. Also, I like how she said, we all have personal matters. And I was like, you're correct. Yes. Yeah, especially him bringing up, like, I'm a senior and, like, my... My dad's retired, so I have to do well and earn money. Well, that's your problem, dude. Sorry, but that that doesn't earn you any passes. Correct. Sang Chol continues yelling. Jong sees Minsu's phone background is June, and he asks her what time it is to make sure it's him. Professor Kong enters and asks Group One to come forward. That's Soul's group, and Sang Chol remains seated. I was ready for him to like flip a desk. Right? <laughs> or like go up there anyway and just be like, what's up? Yeah. I don't know. Just at least he kept some of his dignity and decided to stay seated. That's the nice way to look at it. I guess the less favorable way is that he had no idea what the heck to say. So he couldn't have gone up there. <laughs> that too. Professor Kong notices and says, people don't change easily, do they? And they start their presentation. <laughs> Shade from the professor. Yeah. Jong's group goes next. Minsu goes to speak. Bora notices that the content is what her and Sol did last year. And Sol is sure that it's just similar. When the next slide comes up, the table on the screen has the same typo as theirs did. Professor Kong is impressed with Minsu's work, a.k.a. Sol's work. And Sol debates saying something, but she's afraid of complicating matters and upsetting her classmates. But she also doesn't want Minsu to take credit for something she did. Sol raises her hand and asks if Minsu put together the presentation herself. She's asking because the content is too similar to her presentation from last year. Of course, Minsu gets defensive, and so does another member of the group. I think it's Jeu, and I couldn't remember his name off the top of my head. I thought it was Da Young, wasn't it? The girl? It doesn't matter. Anyway, I trust you. One of them gets <laughs> upset. It wouldn't be surprising if it was either of them. Also, I like how he says the thriving. The thriving. I thought, I thought uh, Sol was going to ask some question like about the content. Like, try to trick her, be like, oh, Ooh. so if you really researched, then you would know. But I like how she just, like, called her out. I was like, okay, yeah. so <laughs> maybe, I don't know. That one's iffy, because she, she's not in the wrong by any means. Like, she has the right to be like, yo, you plagiarized me. Yeah. But I also feel like calling her out in front of the class may not have been the best option. But she's also, like, had it up to here with Minsu. Yes, so I think Minsu is a special case. Minsu is a very special case. (laughs) Bora says that it's obvious that Minsu plagiarized Sol's work. Sol points out the typo because isn't it too coincidental? Bora adds that Minsu didn't even proofread it. 
She just changed the font and copied and pasted the content. Professor Kong finally says that's enough. She says Group 3's presentation was very good, but if Minsu actually copied someone else's presentation, then it's a different story. She asks Minsu, Bora, and Sol to meet her in her office after class. Sol thinks about how she no longer cares how she is perceived because she'll no longer put up with Sangchul or Minsu, which good for her. Mm-hmm, for sure. Professor Kong leaves, and Jeu immediately, I think it's him. Then I rescind my interruption. But I think What's Her Face was also in that group. Yeah, she is in the group. I think that's why I got confused, because I'm just like, anything awful is Young because she's annoying. <laughs> she is annoying. Jeu immediately starts yelling at Minsu. Saul overhears Minsu saying, Jong helped her put it together. He picked the topic as well as the presentation file. Jong corrects her, saying he didn't pick anything. He told her about a website to refer to. Plus, no sensible person would present or submit someone else's work without changing anything. (laughs) Must he tell her that, too? Which, I have a feeling he sent her that website on purpose. Oh, But also, but also, he's also right. No, yeah, totally. I mean... Even even if he sent her the website knowing she would do that, like, yeah, that's still 100% on her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does he also have to tell her, like, don't plagiarize? Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Dayong tells Minsu that doesn't she know everyone is calling Minsu a fake? She dresses like Seoul, and now she's even copying her work. Minsu gets upset and says... Why would I copy Soul? Then she gathers her things and runs out of the room. We also want to know. Yes. Please tell us. Yeah. Dayong turns to Soul and asks if she's happy now that she's ruined their team's presentation. Soul's really scary. Soul could have talked to them after class. Did she have to bring it up in front of the professor? Doesn't she think that's too harsh? Bora says Soul only spoke the truth. Why is she blaming Soul? She speaks the truth. She speaks the truth. Dayang says Seoul was also too harsh on Sanchol. Why couldn't she just add his name? Did she have to be that harsh knowing he'll lose a mark? Bora says if the if Dayang is so kind and thoughtful, then she should team with Sanchol next time and give him all the credit. <laughs> go and off. And Seoul leave. Yes, go off, Bora. Love her. Which I think it's very surprising that you think Seoul was a bit harsh whenever she pointed out Minsu cheating because I had no problem with it. I was like, go soul, do it. Call I didn't her think out. it was harsh. I guess I just thought it was a little bit like you're creating an incendiary situation, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but by like doing the whole class where like saying it in front of the whole class. Whereas I felt like maybe the more mature thing would have been to go up to Professor Kong afterward and be like, hey, I think this happened. Let's get everybody and talk about it. I don't, that's not, I don't think she was in the wrong by any means. It's just not how I personally would have handled it. Yeah. Next, we see Jeu run into Inha at the convenience store complaining about the price of something. Jeu puts down money and tells Inha to stop making a fuss because she's making other people wait, which I've always wanted to do that to somebody. <laughs> My dream! <laughs> Like, when people are taking too long at the grocery store because they're complaining about their coupons not going through, when (laughs) it's very obvious that 
they have plenty of like money to or if like the coupons expired and they still want the discount and they start like yelling at the cashier oh that always makes me so mad i'm sorry i agree i'm just very hung up on how you say coupon (laughs) it's delightful (laughs) coupon it was it was coupon (laughs) (laughs) but Um, i i 100 agree yeah it's like maybe like try it once maybe twice after that just take the l it's okay yeah yeah Inha puts her game face on, thanks him, and asks, shall we have a quick chat outside? They're sitting on a bench together, and Inha talks to herself, saying Jeyu isn't stylish, but he sure is dressed American style. Is that a- I couldn't tell if that was a diss or not. He was also wearing a flower shirt. That was why. <laughs> <gasps> oh, makes so much sense. Maybe he's from a rich family. Jeyu asks, pardon me? And Inha turns her attention to him and says, I'm grateful for what you did earlier. I want to repay your kindness. Can you give me your number? He says, that's not necessary. But she grabs his phone and puts in her number and asks if he's a business major. Then he must know Jong. Does he know where Jong is now? Jayu says he's not close to Jong, so no, he doesn't. Jayu points out Seoul, telling Inha to ask her where Jong is because she's his girlfriend. Inha says... He's got a girlfriend after making me become a mess like this? Jeyu then leaves while Inha marches over to Seoul. But surprise, it's not Seoul, but Minsu. <laughs> and Inha trips her? Like, without even confirming that it's Seoul. Just, she's yeah, so crazy. or who Seoul even is. <laughs> yeah. Inha throws her ice cream over her shoulder. <laughs> that was the funniest part to, of this scene, in my opinion. As she apologizes, saying she didn't see her and grabs Minsu up off the ground by her hair. This was intense. I know. Minsu asks why Inha is doing this to her. Inha doesn't answer and says she meant to grab her by her clothes and throws Minsu to the ground. Inha then steps on Minsu's bag and says she heard she's Jong's girlfriend. Why is Jong dating a loser like her? Minsu says she's not Jong's girlfriend. Minsu tries to run for it, but Inha runs after her and stops her. Minsu says Inha should be talking to Seoul, not her. Go find her if Inha is there to beat her up. Or or beat Jong's girlfriend up. Inha, however, ignores her and says, I guess you didn't know that you needed my approval to date Jong. Then we see Inho. <laughs> I love my boy. It's quite the entrance this episode. <laughs> yes, I love him so much. Then we see Inha, who is complaining about playing the same piece over and over, and hears Inha and Minsu and runs over, throws Inha over his shoulder, and runs off with her still threatening Minsu as they leave. Inho finally sets her down and asks her if she wants to get locked up. Why is she making a scene? Inha tells him that Jong told her to move out of the apartment, and Mr. Yu told her to listen to Jong and only gave her 10 million wong, which is roughly... Nice. Also, I guess why Inho does not feel bad for her. Yes. Inho tells her that's more than enough money to find a new place and calls her a spoiled snob, which she is. Uh, Yeah. However, Inha is already used up most of it. On what? Exactly. And she cries 
quote unquote cries about how she's going through a rough time these days. She stops and asks why Inho is there. Was he also looking for Jong? Inho says it's none of her business. Inha then wonders why Jong is dating such an ugly girl. Did he get hit in the head? Then she complains that girl is getting all her expensive things instead of her. She can't allow that. She goes to run off, but Inho stops her, saying she better not show up there ever again. Why is she on campus? She should just go shopping and get lost. And he leaves her whining about how she can't go shopping when she has no money. Then he grabs her by the arm to make her leave. I do like that this scene can be funny because I don't feel bad for Minzu. Yeah. <laughs> the saving grace. It's like, yeah, yes. she deserves it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Go off, so. Inha. <laughs> yeah. She, maybe she doesn't deserve what the reasons you're doing it to her, but no. she deserves it nonetheless. Yeah. And like, I, and, and I was like, she's not even pretty. And I'm like, oh, that was mean. But <laughs> <laughs> Sol and Bora are leaving Professor Kong's office, but Minsu never showed up. Minsu will get penalized and get what she deserves. I agree, Bora. Next, Sol is running to meet with Jong. She says, I almost forgot your face. This is a really cute scene. <laughs> uh, see, I was just about to be like, bleh. <laughs> no, it's cute. <laughs> he hugs her and says, I guess you missed me. Sol pulls away and apologizes because she ruined his team's presentation. He tells her not to worry. Everyone worked hard and she shouldn't have cheated. He hugs her again and says, I finally feel alive, which cheesy. <laughs> and <laughs> and Sol responds with, me too. Jong says they just met, but now they have to say goodbye. He feels lifeless again, which oh I just, gosh. this whole scene was so funny. Also like, hello, the king. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you in like a scene. I'm so sad. <laughs> I know, because I was like, well, then I was thinking, I was like, didn't you guys see each other in class today? <laughs> right? And I was like, oh, they're just being silly. Okay. I'm glad yeah. they're able to be silly with each other now. No, it That's was, a it, step up. You make a good point. It was cute in that sense of just like, hey, these two deserve just a non-confrontational, sad scene. kind of. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, my gosh. Just just vibing by the lake. <laughs> he feels lifeless again, and Sol says, Me too. But what can he do? He has to go to work. Jong pulls away and asks if they should hang out after he's done. Sol wonders if he has time, though. Jong says, Of course, I'll call you. Then says, I don't want to go. What can you do when you're an no. internship man? Next, Sol runs into Yangon. He confronts her about ignoring <laughs> his calls. Sol asks what he wants from her. He shows her his phone and says for her to take a look because she'll regret it if she doesn't see it. But Sol isn't interested. Yangon steps in her path and says it's related to Jong. She should know who the real jerk is. It's still you, Yangon. <laughs> Literally nothing on that phone can change my mind. <laughs> yeah. Who Jong really is. She reads them and they say, Sol must like you. Tell her how you feel about her. What about getting her a gift? Go to the same academy as her to see her during the break. She likes you. Just play hard to get. Sorry, there's so many typos in my notes. <laughs> it's just actually crazy. She grabs his phone and runs inside with it, making sure Yangon can't get in and calls the number. But it's Inha who picks up. 
After finding out that Sol is calling her, Inha says she's Jong's girlfriend and tells Sol that she's delusional for thinking she's Jong's girlfriend and Sol should see a therapist and hangs up. Sol finally lets Yongan in and he snatches his phone back. Sol walks away with him yelling after her that the woman she called is Jong's other girlfriend. Later, Jong is trying to call Sol, but she isn't answering. He gets in the elevator with his father and they chat about his internship and how it's going well. And his father says that he's learned that the world is full of smarter people than himself and also full of scary people. Jong should know this now since he's an adult. It didn't seem like Jong accepted that advice very well. Because he just stands there very stoic. like. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't. I didn't get if it was trying to say, like, Jong doesn't think so. He thinks he can beat anyone. Or if that's kind of, like, why Jong's always on the offensive. It's because he's been told that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Also, again, if Sol had just answered her phone <laughs> and been like, hey. Like, there's two parts of this problem. But the first part of, hey, do you have a second girlfriend? That could have been addressed. Yeah. If he, she just asked him, but instead, because like I get being like, whoa, he sent these messages. That's that is a worthwhile conversation to have. But yeah. the fact that she's even almost more focused on Inha, I'm just like, girl, no, no, don't get distracted by that. Yeah, don't trust Yangon or Inha. Yeah, like, two very important lessons. Exactly. Soul is walking home and she thinks about how the person on the phone sounded like Inha and she said it was Jong's phone. She shakes her head because no, she shouldn't trust Yangon or Inha. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She needs to ask Jong about it first. Mm-hmm. Then she sees Jong waiting for her. He asks why she wasn't answering his phone calls. He was worried. What's the matter? Soul asks about last year if he remembers when she asked him about Yangon. And was he aware of what she went through last year because of Yangon? Jong says yes. Sol continues that today Yangon showed her texts that were supposedly from Jong. Did Jong really send them? The one saying Sol liked Yangon. Was that him? Jong doesn't answer right away, but he eventually says yes, I sent them. Sol then asks why Inha picked up the phone when she called the number. And Inha said she was his girlfriend. How will he explain that? He says it isn't true. Inha answered the phone because she's using his old phone. Inha said those things because she resents Sol and wanted to give Sol a hard time. Sol thinks if that's the case, why did he give his old phone to Inha? That doesn't seem like an important question. I, I, thank you. I kind of agree. Like, he's not saying they aren't friends. Maybe he could explain more, but maybe that's yeah. not your business. I don't know. I mean... It's just a phone. It's not like yeah. it's his heart. <laughs> John continues saying that Sol shouldn't worry about it. Sol's thought continues, thinking then Jong did send those texts to Yangon. Did he give Inha his phone after he sent those texts? Sol asks him why he sent those texts to Yangon. Last year, Jong said that he just listened to Yangon when he was being delusional. But it looks like Jong did more than just listen. It looks like Jong started the whole thing. Jong apologizes. He made a mistake. It was all his fault. He took it too lightly. He didn't know it would blow up like this. Sol says, you didn't know? You didn't know what Yangon was like? Are you saying you didn't know how he would react? You really didn't know? Jong says he had no idea. Sol asks, 
you didn't know? Really? You really had no idea? She just keeps asking this over and over again. I mean, it's a good question. <laughs> Me saying it doesn't have the same impact as her saying it because oh, yes, it you could just see no you could just see how desperately she wants him to tell her the truth because yes she's like you you really you really didn't know because you're just lying to me right now i think yeah that and also her just not knowing what to believe yeah just being like i i need you to say it again like are you mm-hmm. sure you didn't like even a part of you <laughs> yeah Jong says, that's right. I didn't know. I'm serious. Sol thinks, no. Jong clearly hated me last year, and there's no way he sent those messages with no motive. What was his motive? Jong says he knows that she's angry, and he understands why. But Yang Gan misinterpreted Jong's messages and put her through that. Jong believes that part is Yang Gan's fault. And why is Yang Gan talking about those messages now? He did it to tear them apart. They shouldn't fall into his trap. It's all in the past now. Sol says, Jong, you really haven't changed at all. From the way you reacted to Mr. Ho to now, nothing has changed. Is that all? Did Jong really tell her everything? What does Sol want him to say? She wants to know what kind of person he is. Inho is walking home and sees Jong and Sol. Are they arguing? Since they're there, he can't go that way. But he kind of lingers and watches a little bit as he walks away. <laughs> Sol tells Jong they should give each other some time to think about this. Oof. Whenever they go through these things, Sol doesn't know what to do. She can't understand him. She wants to be closer to him, but it's just so hard. This time, she hopes he can really think about everything that has happened, and she leaves him standing there. That scene was really good. I agree. That was just a really good scene. I really liked when the the line where she says, like, I want to be I want to be closer to you, but it's just so hard. I was like, damn. Yeah. Snaps for that scene. Yeah, for sure. And I also like what she says, because I think she hits the nail on the head with whatever she said about like you, you know, you're blaming Young Gone, but you're not looking at like your part in this. And I think that's exactly how he's looking at it is he's like, look, I just sent these texts. I couldn't know what was going to happen. I think he genuinely thinks that. Like, I think he genuinely is like, no, like I, I said what I said out of genuine and like, you know, I was genuine what I said and I, I didn't, I didn't know this was going to happen. But it's like, dude, like. You can still be responsible for the waterfall effect. Yeah. Also, he's not being 100% honest. Well, it's weird because he's almost scene either. not being honest in his favor, in his dis. I think if, because I think if he explained, because I think Soul thinks he sent all those messages, which he didn't yeah. send them all. So it'd no. be good for him to clarify, like, no, I, I only sent like the first one or the first few. But then he also needs to explain. I let it happen. Yeah. It's, yes. I guess that's, so. that's also, I think, very indicative of Jong's issues is the way he's just like, I'm sorry. I said, I'm sorry. Why are you not over this? Yeah. But it's like, well, we're not actually having a conversation about this, though. Yeah. So I get, I don't know. It's like, I wish they talked it out more, but I don't blame Soul for also just kind of being like, I need time. Like, I'm over this. Yeah. Because sometimes depending on the conversation it's like maybe we just need to take like a step back recollect our thoughts and then come back to have this discussion because emotions are very high right now yes very good 
good point. Might not be a productive conversation with her emotions all over the place. Yeah. Take a breather. Come back. I did appreciate that they had this argument on a very beautiful street. Inho points it out too. <laughs> he does. Inho, you and I, buddy. We appreciate a good aesthetic. Inho arrives at his apartment. He knew it. Who could put up with Jong? He's probably breaking Soul's heart. Whatever, who cares? She's the one who got herself into that mess in the first place. But why is she with him when all they do is fight? He really should mind his own business. And he curls up on the floor. I know. <laughs> Outside Jong's apartment building, Inha is there with her suitcase when Jong arrives. This is not a good time, girl. I'm just going to yeah. give you a heads up. <laughs> I know. And asks him to let her stay there a while. Someone kicked her out of the place she was staying. If he doesn't let her stay, she'll have to move back in with Mr. Yu. Jong tells her to go ahead if she wants his father to estrange her. He won't be thrilled when he finds out that she's already spent all the money because Jong was the one who told his father to give it to her. He knows how she is. Inha realizes Jong did it so she wouldn't try to get more money off of Mr. Yu. Jong says, you're using your brain for once. Inha then brings up Seoul and how she called Inha. She's the one that he was trying to set up with Yangon. Inha thought Seoul was his girlfriend. What is Jong plotting now? Jong should tell Inha when he wants to get Seoul out of his life. It'll be a piece of cake for her. If he lets her live in the apartment again, she'll... Jong cuts her off by snatching her phone. Does Inha still not understand the cleaning one that he can't stand? Woof. Yeah. Inha realizes he means her, but can't believe it. Jong tells her that now she knows she should keep her mouth shut and behave herself. Inha says she doesn't want to, which this was an interesting interaction mm-hmm. because Jong is so angry and he's like, you behave and like shut your mouth. And she does not back down. She just like the way her expression expression changes and she's like, I don't want to. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, well, and it's also because we so rarely see Jong actually showing emotion and actually showing anger. So it's super interesting to see him actually confront someone and be like, I'm angry. And especially yeah. that it was in Ha, like you said, he was like, I'm not backing down either. Yeah, I almost feel, I was having, I was playing with this thought that Seoul and Inha are almost like, this might be reading way too much into this drama, but... Like, Sol and Inha are, like, two sides of Jong. Like, Sol is, like, what Jong wants to be, but, like, Inha is, like, the worst of him. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think you could make an argument for that, for sure. Like, Inha's, like, the very volatile, manipulative side of him. Yeah. Which would make sense, because I guess that's his... Like, they both have that kind of, like, a... They have things in their past. Yeah. That have made them that way. I feel like that's the English major side of me being like, what meaning can I gain from this? Well, I mean, that's why we're doing this. That's true. No, I definitely, I think that's an interesting observation. But I don't know. Again, this was one scene where it was like, if this were anyone else, I would feel sorry for how Jong's talking to them. But because it's Inha, I'm like, deserved. <laughs> <About> yeah. <time. laughs> yeah. Inha says she doesn't want to. 
Let her show him what being clingy means. He won't be able to get rid of her that easily. Jong tells her, okay, she can't do, she can do whatever she wants. She can't do whatever she wants? Oh no. I feel like I remember him saying she can do whatever she wants, but my notes say she can't do whatever she wants. It sounds like him saying like, yeah, okay, makes it seem more affirmative. Yeah, okay, you could, she could do whatever she wants. Just know that he's trying harder than ever not to lash out at her for this. It'd be wise for her to stay away from him. He pushes past her to go inside, leaving Inha to bang on the locked doors. It turns out that Inha sent a majority of those texts. Jong throws the phone in the sink and runs the water on it, which would not work these days. That I know, just I was thinking that. shows <laughs> the age of this show, which is just in 2016. It's really not that old. Also, his restraint at all was interesting to me. Yeah. I guess he knows that Inha is off limits because his dad likes her. So maybe that's why he can show his anger at all to her. I really don't know. Because what she did was messed up. So. Yeah. Because either it's that or he's showing restraint either after him remembering his affection for her or like, like, no, I don't know if, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, don't I guess, know. again, if you want to be favorable to him, it could be him actually trying to follow Soul's advice because she just chewed him out for that. So he's like, I am going to try to change. Yeah, maybe. But he didn't say anything about that, so I don't know that that's necessarily the case. Yeah. Maybe he just doesn't want to go to jail. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I didn't mean, like, literally lash out. But, but I mean, it know. is like, I mean, because as much as he kind of, is trying to get rid of Inha and quote-unquote ruin her. I really, I don't think he's doing anything crazy to her. I mean, I do think there's some kind of affection there for her in that he, he could do a lot worse. Yeah. Sol wonders if she was right about Jong last year. Is she being a fool? Even if she is, will she be able to break up with Jong? But she tries to focus on her midterms. John goes to text Sol multiple things, but settles on good luck on the exam the next morning. Ah, uh, this hurt. Because it's like Sol if you had just sent those things, like it could have started a conversation. And I feel like those those first like sweeter things were yeah. more of his inner thoughts. And I think the first two were very much like they were like, "I hope you have a good day," or like. Like, I want, like, they were very much, like, they showed an emotion. Like, this is what I hope, this is what I want. And then he just settled on, like, good night or whatever it was. And I thought it was interesting because he took out the the personal aspect, like, his perspective yeah. part. And, like, the this is what I'm feeling part. Yeah. Which I feel like is very indicative of how he tries to act. The first two were very vulnerable, whereas mm-hmm. the good look on the exam was very That's what it impersonal. Was exactly, yeah. Which yeah, it, yeah, which I guess makes it think makes me think that what I was saying about him holding back on Inha out of affection for uh, Soul is probably not the case because it seems like if anything he's regressing right now, not progressing. Yeah, Soul runs into Inho, who seems to have been waiting for her. She asks why he's there. He has a lesson, and they should walk together. As they walk, he asks why she looks so haggard. <laughs> Does she always look like this? And she says, yes, which I love. (laughs) Inho then hands her a drink and says it'll help alleviate the anger she has towards her boyfriend. 
How did Inho know? Did he see them? She then storms off, and Inho says it's because he may be a fortune teller. Just like that guy in the alley. <laughs> yeah. He catches up to her and says he told her Jong makes all of his girlfriends cry. What did they fight about? He can give her advice, but Sol already knows what he'd say. He'll just badmouth Jong. Jong says she's right. He doesn't have anything nice to say about him. Sol says she knew it and snatches the drink from his hand and says she's taking it. Thanks. Then they bicker about the drink until she takes a sip and gives it back to him. <laughs> it's just a very funny... And, like, shoves him. It's a funny scene. Yangon tries to greet Sol in the classroom, but she ignores him. Good. He texts her instead to ask if she broke up with Jong, and she ignores that, too. He texts her again to say that he told her that he was the only one who sincerely cares about her. Uh. Again, she ignores that and puts her phone away, which, Yangon, you m manipulative piece of shit. Yangon turns his attention to Minsu and says that she hasn't apologized to Sol yet about the presentation. Minsu says, why should she? She knows she copied Sol's work, but Sol doesn't deserve an apology. Yangon says this is why things never work out for Minsu. He told her that Sol hates to be the center of attention. And that's the end of that conversation that we see. Because they start conspiring. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to feel the word out. <laughs> and we next see Inho practicing something that isn't scales when Professor Shim hears and asks what he's doing. <laughs> Inho wanted to play something else for a change. The professor just walks up to him without saying a word and Inho says, fine, he gets it. He'll practice over and over again. The professor says, fine, he was going to give Inho another piece to practice. <laughs> Inho snatches it from him and says, in a, he, he says in an extremely cute voice that he'll practice it and he'll do his best. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> then Inho sees that it's for Elise. Inho says he wants to play something more challenging. The professor says, give it back if Inho doesn't want it and starts to walk out. But Inho goes after him to take it back and says he'll do it and starts to play with the professor watching. At the end of the exam, Minsu goes up to Sol. Minsu apologizes. Sol sees that Minsu still has her lion and says she doesn't know if she can accept because it isn't just about the presentation. Minsu goes back over to Yangon and Dayang to complain about why Sol has to hold a grudge like that. Dayang says that Sol was harsh enough to Minsu on the day of the presentation, and it's weird that Sol thinks Minsu is copying her. <laughs> Do you have eyes, girl? Also, she just Admitted is a hypocrite. <laughs> She's a hypocrite because she told Minsu that everybody's calling Minsu a copycat and she's copying Soul and blah, 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 blah after the presentation. But mm. now she's like, why do you think Minsu is copying you? Do you have such a big head, Soul? It literally makes no sense. Like, everyone in this school is crazy. And it's like, it makes me think of that time when Jong was like, Soul, I'm not the weird one. Everyone else is weird. And I'm like, you know what? This boy is right. Like, yeah. <laughs> compared to all these people, he is very normal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what is happening in this school. Right? Bora tells them they're being ridiculous. Pretending to be sorry like that isn't an apology. Sol and Untek stand to leave, and Untek pulls Bora out of the class. <laughs> yeah. But then he also yells something at them. Oh, I yeah. don't remember what it was, but it was very good. It was very funny. 
was like, Minsu, call me back, call me back. <laughs> Minsu says she's jealous of Dayong for having a boyfriend. But wait, Minsu has a boyfriend too, and he's cute. Is he younger? He's the wallpaper of Minsu's phone. And Minsu says, Yes, that's her boyfriend. The girls leave her. And Minsu says that she didn't exactly lie because she could end up going out with him. You did, though. It's <laughs> exactly what you did. Next, we see June with Ayang, and he's kicking a tree <laughs> while she's trying to do homework. Ah, youth. <laughs> she, <laughs> she tells him that if he's bored, then he should go help at his parents' restaurant. June asks why. Does she not like him visiting? She says she needs to study for her exam and she can't focus because of him. She tells him to go and he goes over to sit next to her instead. He asks if he should quit school in the States and go to her school instead. Wasn't he so excited to study abroad? June thought that would help him find out what he wanted to do. It's not fun. Plus, he keeps thinking about this person in Korea. He thought of her a lot while he was over there. Then he calls her a kumquat. <laughs> That's his code word. <laughs> no. It's the worst one. No, 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 no. I know exactly what you're thinking and no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh no, Kelsey. Oh no. <laughs> The way that your face changed, the moment I could see the moment you thought of it. See, I was gonna be like, he calls her kumquat, and it's cute. Now it's no longer cute. It's not cute. Kumquat's a weird word. I think I, I don't know. Even know I just said it right. Can't can't paint me. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. he says so <laughs> what I'm sorry okay no continue continue no what were you gonna say i'm just say ruminating it. on it it's nothing interesting <laughs> i just kick it over i'm like that's not a cute name i know they're saying it in korean but what a terrible pet name you don't like you don't like if somebody would call you hello sweet kumquat uh. <laughs> my sweet delicious kumquat oh. sailor joke no uh, you started your, it. your sailor joke was so much worse how huh <laughs> they're semen they are uh a pun is never worse june says he'll call jong and seoul so they can go on a double date but ayang tells him to come back when he no longer is saying nonsense Sol is studying in the library, and Yangon is watching her through the bookshelf, and he starts taking pictures of her. I hate it. I hate he, it Him so and Minsu should get together. Honestly, they are made in hell for each other. They are made in hell. But also, okay, Sol's outfit here was so cute. I also thought it was really cute. I know it's supposed to be like her test-taking outfit, but she showed everyone up. She did. She did. Her scarf and her hat and all that. I know. And those boots? Those boots. Those boots. Those yeah. are like Jungkook boots. Stomp I in. approve. 
<laughs> Sol gets up and leaves. Yangon goes over to her stuff and looks through her things and takes a picture of her schedule. Sol comes back and asks what he's doing, and he tries to play it off like he didn't know it was hers. Which I love that the guy, like, sitting next to, like, looks over and is just like, hmm, and looks back. And I'm like, dude, that's not normal behavior <laughs> to just yeah, have some guy no. come up. She needed a spotter. She needed a library spotter. Yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah, like, you get up and go, hey, can you watch my stuff until I get back? Yeah, and then I'm the, I'm the one watching it, and I go, and that's me loading yep. my gun. And I'm like, yeah, nobody's <laughs> touching this stuff. Nobody. <laughs> nobody's looking at it. Nobody's taking pictures of I, it. Hey, I I saw you look. I saw you look. <laughs> Back it up. <laughs> I love how that's like a universal feeling right? for everybody. When somebody, it's like a stranger comes up and goes, hi, can you like watch my stuff while I go to the bathroom or like whatever? And we are all like. On my honor, I shall right? defend your things with my life. And then there's the inherent irony that you're asking a stranger to watch your stuff from other strangers. Yes! <laughs> so it's like, why, why do you trust me? But yeah, <laughs> you should. You, I will earn your trust. <laughs> Sol packs up her things and leaves, and he follows. Sol starts to run from him, but he stops her. Yangon tells her that she's too much. He told her everything. And then we see Bora and Tech start recording their conversation from the bushes. Mm. Yangon tells her he's changed and his family is well off. Is he not good enough to be her boyfriend? Inho then sees this happening. He kneels down behind Untek and Bora <laughs> and asks what they're doing. Untek shushes him. Sol tells Yangon that she's starting to pity him. He's such a loser and she's never seen such a loser in her entire life. <laughs> Yangon calls her a witch. Thank you. Which Inho doesn't witch, like witch. one bit. <laughs> but Untek keeps him quiet. Yangon says, you want a hug from me, don't you? Okay, I'll hug Blech. you. Which, how, I don't understand how in that conversation he's like, oh, you want me to hug you. No. No. Yeah, he's so beyond delusional at this point. Like, Yangon hugs her, which Sol tries to fight off. Then Inho jumps into action and chases Yangon off. <laughs> and Bora says he ruined everything. Back in the library, Sol is putting away books, and Inho is behind her, calling her crazy, and going through all those things must have made her gutsy. A rat like Yangon needs to be beaten up. Sol snaps at him that he's being nosy, and after she's done here, she has to study for her exam, so he should go home. Inho says he doesn't want to do that because it's dangerous at night, which... Sweet boy. Also, Sweet I'm so curious boy. what they were waiting for. I'm like, you already pretty much have him, like, grabbing you and chasing you down, and you saying no and him still stalking you. Like, what, what were you waiting to happen, guys? Yeah, what else do you need? Like, were you waiting for him to, like... Pull out a gun and shoot you? Like, I don't understand how far is this going to go. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it was very crazy. It also made me think, this is a very random thought, but, and I'm, we'll see if it's true. But as far as I could think, I think, because Yangon's kind of set up as this parallel, in a sense, to Jong, as far as, like, manipulating people. Mm. Parallel's not the right word, but I think he's trying to... Like, he's also a big manipulator. We keep coming back to him manipulating yeah. people. It's but like I, he's trying to emulate John. Yeah. But he's very bad at it. Exactly. And I think 
I think like Yangon is using his manipulative tactic to try to gain something for himself, trying to get Seoul to mm. like him. But I can't think, Jong doesn't use, he doesn't ever manipulate people for his advantage, really. He so, seems to only ever use it to punish people, as far as I can think. I'm not yeah. saying he should punish those people, but it's just, it, it, it was an interesting thought I had. Like, oh, he really That is an interesting thought. He doesn't really do it for himself. He just does it Mm-mm. because he has some warped sense of justice. Yeah, that is, that is a very good point. Thank you. I don't know. I was just thinking about it. Huh. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. Yangon could show up at any time at night. That's what Inho was insinuating. Anyway, Inho says he'll buy her a weapon, like an expandable baton, which me, <laughs> me being from Texas, I was like, he's going to buy her a gun? I know. And I was like, oh, wait. I just like the idea of, like, you pulling out this, wah, this baton. Right? <laughs> right? That's awesome. That is awesome. I kind of want one. Me too. Just thwack. <laughs> Sol says if anything happens she'll use this book in her hand as a weapon (laughs) she doesn't need a special weapon which is why I no but this is also why I like hardcover books (laughs) also be a weapon excellent I love it me just trying to throw my kindle it's not as effective (laughs) plus if you throw a hard book a hardcover book at somebody it's much less likely to break than a kindle yeah not a, a much better investment yeah <laughs> inho says she can't defend herself with a book which i lies <laughs> bet have you ever been beaten with a book it hurts <laughs> go on <laughs> i'm only assuming i've never been okay, beaten with a like, book. <laughs> please do tell see I, I was waiting for her to just be like yeah you want to know and just like start beating him with the book right <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> Inho says he'll start walking her to and from school. And then he starts putting the books away for her, but he's putting them a- he's putting them back in all the wrong places. He does not understand how libraries work. No, it does not. But who who does, honestly? I always what is that system called? Oh, I, I feel like you know. only ever hear about it like in elementary school. They try to teach you all about it, and then it's something you never come across again. Probably because I'm so sorry, libraries. Don't use them that much. But I actually only ever used it in my college library, like that number system. Yeah, what's it called? Dewey? The Dewey Decimal it... System? No, there's no way. Wait, is it? Wait. Oh, but I feel like when I got to college, then you could look up like exactly what aisle and what shelves thing- things were on. So then I like didn't even care then. Oh, do I know how to spell it? Decimal... Yeah, it's the Dewey. Wow. De- it's the Dewey Decimal Classification. We got there together. Yee. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah, like I know. Yeah, on the computer you could look up where the numbering was, but you still had to like figure out the numbering on the, at least at my college, like where it was. You had to like look like okay, this number. Okay, here, here. Ugh. Yeah, I guess like I still never fully understood how it worked. <laughs> nope nope and then i just remember it being like a big deal in elementary school like i thought i was going to be using this every day no (laughs) no No, No. sweetie (laughs) yeah i yeah yeah so the dewey decimal system was a thing at my college for a year and then they just got rid of all the books what (laughs) yeah like the second floor used to be 
just aisles and aisles of books, but then they got rid of them. I'm still not sure where they put them. They may have put them in the basement. Burn them. So interesting. But yeah. Yeah, so that there could be more seating area upstairs. Oh, people wanted to study and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but it was just kind of crazy. Yeah, it's just kind of crazy, though. Yeah, just like, we're getting rid of the books. That night they're walking, and Sol has been thinking that Inho should try to get his GED. Mm. Then he should study for the university entrance exam and continue to study piano. He tells her to forget it. He never studied, not even as a kid. He's not taking the exam. Then he asks Sol what's wrong when she's quiet. Sol asks if Inha used to be close to Jong. Inho asks why she keeps bringing up this topic, I which agree. I agree. <laughs> she was curious because it looks like they still talk. Inho reassures her that Inho and Jong are not going out at all, so she shouldn't worry. Sometimes in life, you meet enemies that you just can't get away from. Whoa. <laughs> I, like, want that on a shirt. <laughs> Sometimes in life, you meet enemies that you just can't get away from. And mine's name is Kelsey. <laughs> and my name is Lisa. <laughs> That's how life is. Lover. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the best trope. I keep saying it. <laughs> I tell Lisa one time I like being domestic with her, and this is what happens. Oh, don't get all angry, kumquat. <laughs> I really want to bring back the mochi and choke me thing, but... I was waiting for it, honestly. <laughs> We're developing oh, our relational vocabulary live on the air. Oh, God. Saul tells him that anyone would be able to tell him and Inha are siblings. Right. They resemble each other. She's pretty, but has such a cruel mouth. My notes say a cool mouth, which that <laughs> is wrong. I can say she doesn't. As the mouth judge. Yeah. Inho fumes, saying they look nothing alike. That's such a harsh thing to say. She's such a scary person. <laughs> but like... Inho, she's calling you attractive. Oh. Take the compliment. Good point. <gasps> you dumb boy. You, <laughs> you don't notice. Dumb, I mean, also, boy. like, Soul has eyes. Let's be honest. This boy is attractive. It's That's just true. a fact. It's true. And he's so cute and he just follows her around like a puppy. I know it's so cute. That was They're really so a pleasant sweet. voice to use for an audio podcast. Yes, so it was. I enjoyed it so much. <laughs> if Sol ever runs into her, just run. If the situation doesn't allow her to run, then she needs to grab Inha's hair. She must get the drop on her opponent when she fights. Oh she needs to do as he says, or she might really die. Oh my gosh. Sol playfully elbows him and says that won't really happen. Inho gets a text. But we don't see who it who it is, and he calls and asks where this person is. Then he's running, asking, what's going on now? Goodness. Inha is standing outside of Inho's apartment building. She's acting kind of strangely at first, saying she has nowhere to go. Can he carry her bag for her? But Inho walks past her, and she has to follow while complaining about him in the shabby building. Inho starts to make her ramen while Inha cannot believe the conditions she has to live in with him. He asks how she's being so calm after being kicked out. 
She says, you have to know when to be vocal and when to lay low in order to live off other people. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. But it doesn't mean that she's not angry. Inho says that she hasn't changed one bit. Inha sees Soul's music books and asks if he's started playing the piano again. That was a terrible take on that line. I stuttered so <laughs> much. Just a lot of S's. <laughs> Inha. <laughs> Inha <laughs> In sees Soul's music books and asks if he's started playing the piano again. Inho tries to slide them away from her, but she purposefully spills her ramen on the music. Oh my gosh, it made me so mad. I know. She tells him that he needs to know his place. Pro ah. He probably still thinks he's a genius. Does he still dream of being a world-famous pianist? While Inho is cleaning up the ramen, he asks, You won't be living here forever, right? How did you end up like this? She says, I know, right? What happened to us? We used to be so happy. Oh. And flashback time! <laughs> Jong is trying to get Inho to study when a jerk walks in saying he lost Jong's fountain pen. Jong says that it's okay. There's nothing they can do. Inho asks, how is this okay? Was this important to him? He got the pin as a gift. Inho says the jerk needs to pay Jong for it. The jerk won't because Jong said it was okay. Who is Inho to cause trouble? Inho is cocky because he has a rich friend. Inho stands and asks how the two jerks are so cocky then. You have gangster friends to back you up? Who knew the gangsters could attend their school? Jong stands and tells Inho to stop. The jerk said he lost it. The jerk says that's right, and Inho should know his place, and they leave. Inho asks why Jong puts up with that. Is he going to be a pushover forever? They know the jerk is lying. The jerk is probably going to sell it online. Doesn't that make him angry? Jong says it's better this way. It's weird to fight over a fountain pen. Inho wants to know what's weird about it. It's not weird at all. Those jerks are the weird ones. This reminds me. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking that. This scene was so weird to see Jong like that. I know. But also, it reminds me of when Jong was like, I'm not weird. They're weird. And yeah. I was like, it's so interesting how much of his personality has been shaped by Inho. Yeah. Just seeing these flashback scenes. Yeah, because it, it makes it seem like he has always felt like an other. But at least he always had Inho and Inha. I know. Which it's like, oh gosh, oh no. What's going to yeah. happen in the interim? <laughs> But it's also funny uh, how similar Inho is. Like, I think he's softer around the edges, but he's still, like, ready to fight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if something like this happens again, Jong should hit them. Inho can explain it to Mr. Yu. I also love how Inho's like, I'll explain it. Like, you do what you need <laughs> yeah, to do. Like, I will make sure everything is okay. I, I can explain it to your dad. Jong asks if Inho is telling Jong to fight, and Inho says, Yes, you fool. <laughs> Fly, you fools. He knows John can beat them up easily. Just hit them. Don't hesitate. Yeah, because you're like a 30-year-old man in high school, so you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jong then playfully hits Inho on the cheek. Inho asks what that was. Jong says that Inho told him to start hitting people, and Jong hits him again while he laughs, and Inho says, don't hit your friend. Go hit the jerks. 
And it's a very cute. John laughing. It was so cute. It was, was so cute. weird. <laughs> it was cute. Yeah, it was like he was such a soft boy. Oh my gosh. He was such a soft boy. Ugh. What happened? <laughs> really? We get the fireworks scene again with Inho, Inha, and Jong. Jong says he's jealous of them because they get to do whatever they want. Inho says that Jong should live freely too. Life is short. It'll light up and vanish like fireworks. Have some fun. Look at Inha. She's so carefree. Too carefree. <laughs> <laughs> Jong then asks what they think they'll be doing in 10 years. He really likes, they, him and Seoul really like to ask the interview questions. <laughs> Inho says he'll be playing the piano. Jong will be running their father's business. They'll skip work and have fun like this. Inha is the problem. Inho sees no future for her. He's so mean. He really is. Why did Jong ask? They don't know what tomorrow will bring. A decade is a long time. No matter what, he's sure they'll still be friends. Oh. <laughs> then they get Jong to light some fireworks and it's cute and I'm sad. It hurt too much. It hurt. It hurt. Back in the present, Inha is asleep on Inho's bed. Inho takes off her glasses and tucks her in. And it's a sweet moment. It's so sweet. Jong remembers Sol telling him that she doesn't understand him and she wants to be closer to him, but it's hard. And her saying that they should take some time. He's in his apartment and he keeps flicking on and off the lights. Yeah. I don't know if that was like a callback to the light motif we see throughout the relationship i don't really know what it's oh. indicating but like with the street lights but it was weird that he yeah. was doing it himself because it always seemed like a very like otherworldly thing until now but yeah huh interesting i didn't know maybe it's something he's like i can control this <laughs> <laughs> he keeps looking on and off the lights as he thinks that he first started to like soul because they were alike but they're completely different the next morning, Inha comes out of the room singing, and Inho wonders if she's high. Inho asks if she got rich overnight. Inha tells him to get lost if he's going out anyway. Inho tells her to not do anything stupid and to not skip class. She needs a certification to earn a living for herself. Inho leaves, and Inha panics that Inho figured out that she made a deal with Jong. How did he know about the money? She says that today she'll carry out the first part of the plan. At the convenience store, she pays for Jeyu's drink. Shall they go eat something delicious? Jeyu says, no, thank you. And Inha says, why you don't want, why do you not want to buy a, me a delicious food? That, <laughs> that came out so clunky. <laughs> oh, why don't you want me to buy you a delicious food? <laughs> Because my notes, I was trying to fix it as I was saying it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Inha says, why don't you want to buy me delicious food? No, that's not what he meant. And she says, let's go. Outside, she asks him about Yangon. Jeyu tells her Yangon has a girlfriend and Inha immediately wants to know where she can find them. Yangon and Daeyong are in the library trying to study. Yangon gets a text saying it's been a long time. Does he remember her? She's Jong's girlfriend. Yangon says Seoul is Jong's girlfriend. And Inha responds that I'm his real girlfriend. Does he not remember talking to her on the phone? The voice you used was just excellent. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dayong says he's acting sus and tries to take his phone. <laughs> and they fight over it. <laughs> it's been a real change in the last like two paragraphs. <laughs> Sol, Bora, and Untek walk into class, and Sol doesn't want to sit next to Jong. Untek gets her to sit without making a scene. Oh, I know. A classmate asks Jong if something happened. Did they break up already? Who would want to date a difficult girl like her? Oh, my gosh. Also, my boy, Jong, stand up for your girl. Right? Tell them to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I guess he's trying to, like, give her space and not draw attention. I don't know. But also just, like, main props to Untek for picking up on what nobody else seemed to. I know. Untek is the best boy. Truly. We say it every time, and it's still true. It's still true. Bora asks Sol if something happened, and she says no. Sol says she's going to get coffee. Jong walks past her to also get coffee, and Sol leaves to go to the bathroom. How could he ignore her like that? And it's like, girl, you also ignored him. You're the one who's very clearly trying to ignore him. (laughs) Then she meets Jong in the stairwell. He hands her a coffee, but she says she's already had too much and tries to walk away. But he grabs her and gives her a back hug. Bingo! (laughs) And that is the end of episode nine. Ooh, quite the tumultuous episode. Ah, yes, it is. Episode ten. We pick up at the back hug. Soul seems somewhere between uncomfortable and sad. (laughs) Jong. I am not kidding. There is no pleasure in her face. (laughs) (laughs) Jong slides the coffee into the pocket of her sweater and leaves without saying anything. (laughs) Why is their relationship so awkward? It really is. That's what Inho's question should have been, was not why are they always together if they're always fighting is why are they together when they're so awkward seriously because i'm like they really haven't fought as much as they have been awkward it's true but see the only time that they haven't been awkward was when jong was drunk and he oh kissed gosh, her that's, that's sad and true <laughs> i am sad and uncomfortable like soul <laughs> i am uncomfortable with the atmosphere that we've created I in the studio today you're gonna do it that is our tiktok joke of the episode tiktok joke of the week (laughs) their test is done and on the way out bora says oh i overtaxed my brain i need carbs which is a mood that is such a mood also (laughs) another thing i want on a t-shirt yeah they make plans to get food but untek uncharacteristically says he has no appetite and bows out we cut to him scarfing down a sammy with jong traitor Traitor! <laughs> Finally, Untek did one thing wrong. Yeah. He's not above a bribe. Jong asks Untek to tell him if something happens to Seoul since he can't be around much due to his internship. Untek reaches into his pocket and pulls out his phone. I was actually wondering if I should show this to you. He shows Jong the video of Yanggan assaulting Seoul, including the part where Inho comes charging out of the bushes. Untek says Sol plans to take the video to the police, but he doubts it'll help. Jong asks him to send everything he finds on Yunggan, including this video. Untek agrees, asking, but what will you do with them? Jong just smiles and said he'll figure something out. I just don't understand why that isn't enough evidence for the police to do anything. I totally agree, but also I believe it. Uh, the sad see, reality. 
I agree. I also believe <laughs> it. It, like, should be enough, but they're probably right it yeah. isn't. Well, I mean, just think of how, like, the other students act. Like, that's what's insane is they should be helping her. But, no, she's the enemy to, like, entire business school, it seems like. I don't get it. Everybody's so crazy. Yeah. Outside, Jong sees Minsu and gets the face. She's muttering to herself about Seoul and how there's no way she's copying her. Jong's listening in and moves to put his arm around Minsu. He pretends to be surprised. I thought you were Seoul. Cute doll, he points to the lion keychain. Is it a couple thing? He heard she has a boyfriend. Then he gets close and touches her hair. Hey, Minsu, you can try all you want, but you'll never be like her. Jeez. Don't you know that already? You can't be so stupid that you don't know. <laughs> Minsu looks confused as Jong walks away. Damn. Is that really Jong, she mutters to herself. I know. Damn. Again, like, so creepy, but like, because it's Minsu. <laughs> Yeah. Like, deserved. <laughs> deserved. I just let that he's like, you really can't be that stupid, can you? Apparently she can Shit. be. Yeah. Because, I mean, she decided to plagiarize on an. Oh, my gosh. She is dumb. I'm sorry. She's, I just, I don't know. I dumb. like the, because I love that it's like young guns being like a little demon just kind of corrupted Minsu, and then Jong just comes along like no let me show you the big league sweetie like you yeah. don't even know yeah. what I can do to you <laughs> like that part just gets me going against my better judgment because <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. like I feel like real people real manipulative people aren't cool they're like they're lame they just like say mean things and gaslight you that's true. They're not suave. <laughs> They're not suave. She likes so suaveness in her manipulation. <laughs> Noted. As long as you have a good presentation. <laughs> not Noted. really. We flash back to Jong approving her presentation slides and telling her he liked the Terry Fox idea. Could it be that he knew? Did he give me Soul's work on purpose? Minsu wonders. But then she realizes it must be Soul. She put him up to this. So close, but so far. So, yeah. <laughs> I think we have a pattern here that Jong does not handle their breakups well. No. And I think this is a combination of Soul actually being good for him, but also him just generally not being able to handle his emotions, particularly yeah. the intense emotions of a breakup, which you talked about last time of just the overwhelming emotion. Yeah. I think he's kind of going on a tirade right now, even though he looks fine on the outside. Because I don't think he would have done not. that to Minsu otherwise, like, directly in her face antagonized her. So do you think that time with Minsu, he was manipulating for his own gain? Just now? Yeah. I don't... That's not my first thought. I guess I haven't really thought about it, but my first thought is that he's still in Soul's corner, and so he's, like, still mad about... Like, like he's... He's kind of like Bora there, and he's like, stop doing this. I know what you're doing. That's but, true. I mean, I don't know. Minsu's done many things to earn the wrath of Jong, so, I mean. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Jong isn't getting any more of a break at his internship. His boss compliments his presentation, saying he wants him to do more. It's very easy to tell he's just trying to get Jong to do his work for him and that he has no idea who Jong's father is. Jong looks annoyed but can't deny his pushover habits. Inha texts him that he's 
Inha texts him that she's trying to get rid of that loser for him, trying to curry favor. Right after, his friend asks for Jong to buy him lunch the next day since it's his last exam. He thinks about seeing June as Minsu's phone background and a plan forms in his head. Oh, a big storm coming. <laughs> True. I also don't know if this was intentional, but I, I thought it was very interesting that we got like the three back-to-back people trying to get him to do things for them. And yeah. it's kind of like on top of his already super emotional state. It's just, hey, do this for me. Hey, do this for me. Hey, you want to buy me lunch? Like, so I wonder if he's just, he's at that breaking point. Yeah. Minsu is leaving the campus store when she sees Sol outside fawning over her dream boy. She's shocked. Why are they together? June is telling Sol he's there to meet Jong for lunch. You didn't know? Sol sock. Soul sulks and says she has to study. What was that sentence? Ah Young brings sandwiches over then and they all start laughing together. Minsu watches, feeling the pull of the dark side. Why does Soul have everything I want? She asks herself. She grabs the lion keychain and squeezes it, sneering. It gets very intense. <laughs> Minsu's going crazy. I know. It's just the way you've written this episode is so colorful. <laughs> I love it. Don't know what happened here. In the hallway, Minsu basically body slams Soul as she walks by, saying, Sorry, I didn't see you, and dropping the lion keychain at her feet, steps on it, and then kind of slides around on it like she's ice skating, <laughs> completely ruining the intimidating effect <laughs> before kicking it back to Soul. The lion is all beat up now, and Soul picks it up, looking like she's about to cry. Jong is watching this go down while Boda encourages Soul to say something to Minsu. Let's take the exam first, Soul says. Soul is prepping herself. <laughs> the storm is She's like, I am worried about my education, so I want to submit the exam. But afterwards, <laughs> Minsu's, she gonna die. Jong comes into the room and sits in the row in front of Minsu. The topic of Minsu's boyfriend comes up and Jong jumps on it. Is he handsome? He asks. And everyone starts demanding a photo again. Which that was a really interesting thing for Jong to just ask. <laughs> like, hey, is your boyfriend handsome? He don't discriminate. Maybe he does. Jong bisexual. That's, that's what oh. I'm gonna. That's a, that's oh, what I'm gonna die on. Oh yeah. I thought I was more like, no, he wants someone beautiful. <laughs> that's that's his ultimate goal is just trying to get Soul's brother this whole time. <laughs> Tbh, June does not deserve Jong. Okay. <laughs> June is that a poor little innocent puppy? Oh. He's not in that same mental league as John. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everyone starts demanding a photo again. Minso insists she doesn't have one, but Jong tells her to check her phone for one. Dayan grabs her phone and shows everyone the picture of June. Everyone compliments him, but Minsu looks worriedly over at Seoul. Mr. Ho comes in then, and they commence the exam. Minsu is freaking out on the inside. If her dream boy knows Seoul, or if he shows up again on campus, she's going to be ruined. She resolves she must... Oh! <laughs> I tricked myself! She resolves she must kill June. No, she doesn't, but I wouldn't be surprised if this show headed in that direction. <laughs> that was genuinely me being like, what? She did? <laughs> oh my gosh. What she does do is waste all her time worrying and forget to write her exam. Oh, On the way man. out, she mutters to herself, I ruined my exam because of her. Start taking some of the blame for yourself! Uh, Jesus. Uh, 
I you mean, said it. You will see. It's very loud on here, so I don't need to speak up. <laughs> Soul chooses this moment to confront her. If you have something to say, just say it. You stole my lion. I get that. Why did you step on it? Everyone tunes in for the drama as Minsu fights back. I threw away what was mine. Do you have a problem with it? Soul presses her. Do you really not have anything to apologize to me about? I don't, Minsu insists. Which I don't, again, don't know if this is intentional, but I reminds me of that time Inho asked Jong, do you really not have anything to apologize to me about? Um... And Jong was like, don't you? I don't know if they're trying to draw a parallel because they're really different situations, but. Inho is not a Minsu. I can say that with yes. full volume. <laughs> My God, yeah. Because he's not trying to be Jong at all. No. If anything, he's trying to be the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. I don't, Minsu insists. What would I apologize for? June enters at that moment with Ayoung, conveniently, or maybe not so conveniently at all. Mm -hmm. He's there to meet Jong for lunch, after all. He runs up to Seoul. Everyone wonders, isn't that Minsu's boyfriend? And then Seoul puts it together. Did Jong make June come here on purpose? Oh. Song Chol turns to Jong. He's Seoul's brother? Jong confirms. Everyone is confused. Minsu's dating Seoul's brother? Ayoung's upset now, too. You're dating someone? She asked June. Poor June. He's very confused. I know. Who's Mansu? <laughs> Everyone starts yelling at him for being a cheater. <laughs> this whole time, Sol hasn't taken her eyes off Jong. She finally looks over at Minsu as everyone tells her to say something. Call June out. Minsu tries to make an excuse, but Sol grabs her phone to look at the secret picture of June. Why do you have this photo? She asks. Everyone is even more interested now. Yangon smiles to himself. Minsu yells for Seoul to give her phone back, but Seoul insists she explain the situation now. Stop lying. Minsu starts to cry. Wow, she faked it all. Song Chol and the gang shake their heads. Jong continues to stare, expressionless. Minsu looks to Yangon, who brings his finger across his throat, telling her to go after Seoul. And Minsu does. You knew. You knew all of this, she accuses. You set this up to shame me in public. You set me up. She grabs Sol by the collar, yelling, All I did was dress like you, as everyone scrambles to pull them apart, and Yangon films it. Sol pushes her back, and when Minsu falls, Sol goes after her, pulling her hair. Bite, 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 Inho, bite. look what you did. <laughs> just waiting for her to, like, bring out that book. Right? And just, like, parasite this bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh! Did you see that tweet? of all over twitter people are like is it cake the ca oh my i can't believe this is a cake or i can't believe it's cake whatever yeah. and one of them they did the stone from parasite <laughs> and then somebody was like this is how what's his face was able to survive <laughs> right it was cake because it was cake what a weird meme i feel like that meme came and went in like 72 hours it did but it was, it was a whirlwind everybody was like was upset about whirlwind. it but also everybody was like in on the joke yeah i guess it's very simple like things are cake <laughs> <laughs> they're wrestling on the floor now jong pulls the phone out of yangon's hands but does nothing to stop the altercation eventually june pulls his sister off minsu who is left on the floor sobbing why are you torturing me she screams why are you always out to get me why do you want what's mine soul screams back and we see her cheek is bruised why did you come after my brother you're the one who has to leave me alone Minsu deflates. You have everything that I want, she cries. Good grades, lots of friends, you even have a boyfriend. 
We'll come back to that, Minsu. Don't worry. Yeah. Why are you so upset about what I did? Sol is holding back tears now, too. I don't know why you're saying all this, but I worked hard to get good grades and to have what I have now. And she spares a glance at Jong. None of it came easy. Got it? Minsu, you weren't like this before. Why did you change? Before I was nobody, Minsu replies. We flash back to all the times her classmates asked her, Who are you? I will never go back to those days, Minsu yells. And yeah, I think after all this, that is very true. <laughs> that was quite the voice crack. <laughs> well, I think that's true. Surprise, Lisa's actually a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> I don't think that's a surprise. <laughs> after all of my jokes. Sol agrees. Do you think this is better? Everyone will remember you as a liar. Do you like that? Minsu continues to cry. I don't feel bad for her. No, I I like that they explained where she was coming from. And I do think, like, you can see how it all spirals out of control and snowballs into this crazy conflict and how Minsu got there. But it doesn't justify it. Nope. But yeah, this was, like, crazy. Like, they had, like, a straight-up brawl in the hallway. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> but I also, I just, I love that Sol immediately is, like, Jong, you did this. And it's, like, she's, like, okay, Minsu, whatever, Jong. I know. We she sees talk. right through him. <laughs> yes. Sol's leveling up. <laughs> Outside, Sol confronts Jong. Did you call June over? He avoids the question, saying he's glad it's over. He knows it was hard for her. People who feel inferior and want what others have always end up that way. They strive for more and end up losing what they have. Don't worry about it too much. He's <laughs> always telling her, don't worry about it. Just mm. don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. And it's like, Jong, that's not how this works. You can't. Th yeah. There's only so many times you could just say, oh, you know, don't worry about it. Okay? Yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's so messed up that he isn't allowed to upset these people around him and he ha he is like i am i have to be perfect in everyone everyone's eyes and so he's taking it upon himself to ruin people in soul's life yeah but he doesn't really it's like that's not you don't have a place to do that yeah yeah like, it's i think i think he genuinely thinks he's doing a good thing like he's like soul we're the same i got you sister like i helped you out and she's like no yeah because he doesn't seem to care about soul's reputation and the fact that she also wants to be seen as that good perfect person he's he just himself is like i need to save face because i have to be this perfect person and he's perfectly fine with setting soul up into this situation and having yeah. this happen because again yeah i think you're right that he thinks he's doing the right thing of escalating this and it all coming to a head so that Minsu is brought to justice. Yeah, exactly. And I think he, you know, the people that he's angry with, he wants to be able to confront them and maybe even physically confront them like Sol did. And so he's like, hey, aren't you happy that I, I set the situation up for you to do this? And no, <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that's not actually how, that's not actually what she wants. Like that's, it, but it, it is so crazy to me that I, I really do think he genuinely thinks he is being helpful. And that he's like, you don't have to hold yourself back anymore, Soul. I got you. Also, I think this just reaffirms that Soul is what Jong wants to be. Yes, good point. Good point. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. this is... Uh, 
See, this is the stuff I really like about this show. Mm-hmm. Soul sighs and thinks back to her conversation with Drunk Jong and him confessing that he knew people only ever approached him if they wanted something. She voices over, Jong must have been putting up with such people his whole life, and here I am infuriated because of just one person. Soul doesn't say anything, so Jong looks awkward. I won't rush you, he says. If you'll try to understand me and come to me, I can wait, as long as you come to me. So you'll just wait? Soul asks, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I heard a tiny little snort. <laughs> it didn't pick up on the mic, so that is your word against Damn mine. It. it was in my headphones. The tiniest little... <laughs> if you'll come to me, come quiet. <laughs> this is all June's fault. It is all June's June. fault. The cheater. <laughs> I know, that poor boy. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Everybody's just like, you suck. And he's like, who are you? I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So you'll just wait, Sol asks, and I have to come to you? Will that resolve everything? At first, I thought we were very much alike, Jong tells her. Now I realize that we are also very different. I'm trying to understand you, too. What about me frustrates you and why it's hard for you to get closer? Sol is holding back tears. He gives her a tenuous pat-pat and leaves. (laughs) We love pet pets. My favorite pet pets are goblin pet pets because they're so bad. Aww, I disagree. The pet pets in Goblin are so bad. They're what are so you talking mean. about? They're so awkward. They're such bad pets, but I adore them. Look, Gong, you cannot do anything wrong, and I need you to shut up. <laughs> we will not blaspheme on this podcast. oh my gosh i do think it's interesting what he said at the end about he's trying like i'm trying to see things from your perspective and i'm trying to see what's wrong with me i will give him credit for that and i get like soul being like what so you're just gonna wait and like i i have to come to you but i actually i think he was trying to be considerate there like okay i'm trying and now it's up to you soul to decide how much that's worth yeah. And I think it's also her maturity that she sees, that she's trying to see it from his viewpoint as well. Like, she's not justifying it, but she's like, okay, if jong has been dealing with this for almost his whole life, like, I get why he snapped. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, five seconds for me to be like, that was masterfully done, Jong. Gotta give my props, even though it was messed up. <laughs> I actually, I don't think what he did was bad in and of itself, it was only bad in that what it did to Soul. Yeah. Because I think it's... Minsu deserved to be called out. Like, I can't deny she, that. Yes. But also, Soul should be given the choice of when she wants to confront Minsu. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that, again, he seems to have no remorse that... Like, Soul literally has a bruise on her face, and he's just like, wasn't that great? <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I totally agree. Especially after he was so worried about her after she got her arm cut by that homeless man. <laughs> I will didn't... say, I will take Minsu over the homeless man, but yes. Yes. <laughs> Inho is fur leasing it up with Professor Shim, who is unimpressed. Is that not how you use it? <laughs> is that not how you use fur elise in a sentence? <laughs> I don't know why that got me, but it did. It did. Releasing it up. I'm sorry. He tells Inho to play it again. 
Inho looks annoyed, but does it. But he adds in ornamentation, and Professor Shim, sha- Professor Shim shakes his head. You're just moving... Say that five times fast. I know. <laughs> Professor Shim shakes his head. 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 Oh, that's hard. <laughs> that is hard. That is hard. <laughs> Stop making fun of my accent. After you like say this tongue twister, and I'm like, no, <laughs> let me knock you down a pig. <laughs> uh, she just can't let me win, guys. I can't. You're just moving your fingers. You need to play it from the bottom of your heart. Your performances used to convey sincerity, used to shine. This isn't you. Do you know how pleased Professor No was to hear you came back? Inho looks shocked. You told him about me? Why did you do that? He's upset. Professor Shim just tells him that Professor No would be sad to see this. Inho storms out in anger. On his way home, he runs into Seoul like he always does. She has her hood up and tries to turn her face away to hide the bruise on her cheek. Inho eventually sees it and is like, what happened? Who the hell did this to you? He, of course, thinks it's young gone. No, Seoul tells him. Inho then? No again. Are you going home like that? Inho asks her. Your mom will be shocked. Then he drags her along behind him. He comes back with some cream for the cut, but she's struggling with putting it on her own face without a mirror. Inho grabs the tub from her in frustration and helps apply it. Good boy. <laughs> this is this is Inho's episode. He's so cute. He is so cute. So you fight people these days? I'm proud of you. He pauses. <laughs> so, did you win? Soul sighs again. It's complicated. Yes, she did. <laughs> I thought about why she did what she did. Maybe she envied me the way I envied June. I was only angry at her. I never tried to understand her. If I'd befriended her when she first came up to me, maybe it wouldn't have gotten this far. The odd thing is, I finally came to understand her after the fight. I think this is a very mature reflection, and I'm proud of our gal. Sure. I I mean, like, Minsu is still 100% in the wrong, but I think it's it's very mature of her to take a step back and be like, no, I could have prevented this. I think she's feeling guilt for no reason. I don't think she's feeling guilt. I think she's trying to reflect, like, what can I do in the future? Like, how can I help people more? I guess. Which I think isn't a bad view to take. I suppose. (laughs) Kelsey's got a lot of bite. (laughs) She continues. John told me that I should forget about it. Did you two make up? Inho asks. And, of course, that's the part that sticks with him. No, not exactly, Sol returns, but I think I came to understand Jong better, too. I realized that I only listened to what I wanted him to say, and saw what I wanted to see in him. Maybe I was prejudiced about who he is. And this line is super interesting to me, because I think she's very right in both ways. Hmm. Expand. Because she's pretty much only ever been prejudiced against him or ready to excuse anything he does out out of affection, but she hasn't really cared to see Jong just based purely on his action, and it hurts them both. I don't blame her at all. I'm more really just impressed at her realizing it at all and not just hating him. Because I think prejudice can go both ways. And so mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, she's always kind of been one or the other. Like, Jong's the worst, or I will excuse anything he does. That's a good boy. <laughs> it sounds like you said, that's a good boy. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm a kumquat. Lisa's a dog. <laughs> good boy. <laughs> Lisa is a good boy. <laughs> good point. Thank you. 
Inho gives Sol a look, but doesn't say anything. When Sol looks back, he excuses himself. Ah, I didn't get a word of that. Then he walks her home. We see Sol walking on campus sometime later. She voices over that Minsu hasn't been coming to classes, shocker, and that no one seemed to care about it. The incident was slowly forgotten and campus life returned back to normal. Inha is in Inho's apartment and she discovered Sol's old piano books that she gave to Inho. She's shocked that Inho knows the name Sol, who is Jong's girlfriend. How? She smiles. This is going to be exciting. <laughs> I hate her. Agreed. Sol gets a text as she's walking home. It's from Jong asking how her day was. She's struggling with what to do when she hears the sound of Fur Elise. She heads into the basement of the bar where Inho is practicing. She sneaks up next to him to watch him play. She's very impressed, but he says he was just bored. Sol says the song sounded different, sad, mournful. I guess it depends on who's playing. And dang, Sol, why you gotta do that to me? <laughs> Sol starts to play for Elise, and Inho gu guides her. Not bad, he tells her, and she grins back at him cutely. Inho tries to pretend like he isn't smiling too. Should I go to school? He asks tentatively. You are going to school, Sol tells him. I mean, not to learn piano, but as a real student, he says. Maybe he should do as she says and get his GED. Sol brightens up completely. Really? Do you mean that? She's very excited and grabs his hand. She offers to help and goes on and on about it, but Ninho is distracted by the hand holding. Like, really distracted. Like, his oh, cheeks turn bright red, and he looks at Sol like, oh shit, I think I love this girl. Oh, they're so cute. Sol notices his cheeks and, think, and thinks there's something wrong. She tries to touch his face, but Inho jumps up. Don't! Don't do what? Sol asks. Are you sick? Your face is really... I'm not sick! Inho cuts her off. I'm coming down with a cold. I have to go. And he runs out while Sol looks confused. Oh. This scene was so stinking cute! <sighs> so stinking cute! And Sol... That's my OTP for this, this show. Oh, you're already declaring it! <laughs> I mean, the first time around, I was fully 100% Inho and Soul. Honestly, this time, I, I don't, I'm liking Inho more, so I'm still like, I'm holding Ooh. out before I make my declaration. Okay. On the way home, Inho fakes some coughs while Soul wonders, did you practice until late even though you were sick? Did you take some medicine? Inho looks at her. Aren't you going home? Why are you following me? I'm not following you, Soul tells him. I'm going to the shop to help close up. Inho insists he'll do it and tells her to go home. You're the sick one, Sol bites back. It's not like you own the place. And she flicks her head at him before going inside. <laughs> she being cute, Inho wonders to himself. Oh my god, you're so know. cute. You tell us, Inho. Ugh. Also, how did it take him so long to realize that he liked her? I know. Ugh. We done, we done knew. Inside, Inha is waiting for them. She says she's just there to eat, but Inho doesn't believe her. He tries to drag her out, but she recognizes Sol as the same girlfriend she saw before. Inho pushes Sol aside, but it's just as her mom comes inside who says, Hong Sol, in surprise. Inho realizes who Sol is. So, you aren't his girlfriend, you're Jong's girlfriend. Sol tells her, yes, that's right. And they all stare at each other for a tense moment. Then Inha gives a huge laugh and grabs Sol's hand, saying, I'm so sorry if I scared you last time. I overreacted because some loser kept calling me, and I got really mad. I was joking about the whole girlfriend thing. What call, Inho asks, and Inha just asks him to leave. We girls have a lot to talk about. 
Inho eventually drags Inha out of the restaurant to stop her sucking up to Sol, who is stunned. Inho pushes Inha into his apartment. There's a lot of ins in that sentence. <laughs> How did you find out about Sol, and why are you trying to be her friend? Why were you with her? Inha asks. Did you get close to her to annoy Jong? She wonders. Yes, I did, Inho tells her, clearly covering up for the various, very obvious answer of no. <laughs> Inha sees through it just as easily. Inho warns her. She's Jong's girlfriend. You know what will happen if you mess with her. Inha says Sol isn't her problem. She'll get back to her once she gets what she wants. What do you mean? Inho wonders. But Inha switches subjects. She grabs Sol's piano book dramatically. And Inho runs over, telling her, don't touch that, in a very not-in-love-with-Sol friendly sort of way. It's studying time! Sol is at the library, tutoring poor Inho for the ninth grade. He looks offended. Ninth grade? I graduated middle school. So you should know it, Sol tells him. <laughs> he opens up the workbook and sneezes. You have a bad cold, Sol remarks. Can you manage? So I guess, I don't know, I thought he was faking it, but maybe he's not. Who knows? It maybe he's, he's sick in love. He manifested so hard it actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's power. <laughs> That's funny. You bet, he tells her. It's our first class together. And I thought Sol and Jong were dramatic. This is a whole new level. It's cute. <laughs> they both get to work, but Inho spends his time staring at Sol instead of working. It seems like a test. His heart isn't beating fast when he looks at her, so he's safe. I knew it, he mutters. I was just sick. Inho works for like 10 seconds and gets distracted. <laughs> Untek and Bora are also in the library. On a mission, they're filming Yangon fighting with Da Yang. Yangon comes into the library and Bora texts Sol, loser alert. <laughs> <laughs> Sol gets up from the table saying she has to work her library job Yangon finds her in an aisle saying they need to talk Untek and Bora are following close behind to film Sol tells Yangon to go away he asks about Inho he thinks they're together and she and Jong are both cheating on each other you're just perfect for each other he says you treat me like dirt who's the real dirt now good one bro yeah you act so virtuous, but make people like me look like fools? You love that everyone falls for it, huh? He's getting more angry as he goes on, but Sol just keeps shelving books, ignoring him, telling herself that she has to bait him for the video. One might even call it a form of manipulation. <laughs> this upsets him even more, and he starts pulling books off the shelves in anger, creating a scene. Who shows up then but our pal Inho? Yangon looks startled and they stare at each other for a moment before Inho yells out, you crazy jerk, and chases Yangon down, <laughs> once again ruining Sol's plan and also causing a scene in the whole library. Uh. It's so funny, just like, like in an anime, like, nani? <laughs> just, they go. <laughs> Sol eventually stops Inho and Yangon escapes. Dayoung sees this go down and throws down her coffee in anger. She confronts Yangon about going to see Sol. He gives some excuse about Sol still being into him and pretending that he's stalking her, and Dayoung eats it up like a damn fool. Like she's stalking him? Yes. <laughs> or she's pretending that he's stalking her, but actually stalking him. Makes so much sense, really, if you think about it. I, my brain hurts. By which I mean it makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> but again, do I really feel bad for Dayoung? Nah. No. Like, you go off. You'd be happy with him, fine. Untek sends Jong the video from the library, and he's, of course, concerned. Even more so when he sees Inho is there. On the subway, Inho is chewing Sol out for not taking care of Yangon. We need to beat him up. 
You could get sued, Sol, Sol tells him. You already got kicked out of the academy for beating him up. What? Inho asks her. So it's for my good? Sol laughs and just tells him to be careful. <laughs> I love that he's already like, wow, you care. Because <laughs> you don't want me to get sued. <laughs> So like any reasonable person would be like, I don't want to get you sued. I, I think that's what's so cute about their relationship is Soul has no idea. I know. That he likes her. Oh. And I guess he just learned. And now he's like, what? What? You don't want me to get sued? Like, <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> it, uh. So this is love. Uh-huh. Then someone comes to sit next to Inho and starts hella man-spreading. Or I guess in this case, lady-spreading. Go off, girl. Inho is pushed into Seoul and his heart rate starts beating quickly again. He starts to panic and stands up. Why did you stand up? Seoul asks. It was too cramped, he says. He looks at her book, How to Find a Job, and starts mocking her for it a little. You try so hard. Don't you get tired? No, she answers. You play the piano, work, and study for your GED. You work even harder than I do. Inho looks satisfied, <laughs> but just comments on how his life is boring, <laughs> telling Sol she made it like this. She reaches into her bag and hands him some cold medicine, saying she doesn't want to get sick herself, so stop trying to look cool and take care of yourself. Inho gives a little smile. I love that Like their thing is exchanging medicine now. <laughs> I know. It's like they bicker. The, their relationship is just consisted of bickering at each other while it, they also better the other person by their with their advice. It's just yeah. very cute. It's very cute. Jong is eating dinner with his father. His dad is asking all the usual questions about Jong's work, but then he asks about Jong's co-workers. He warns that Jong should make sure to get along with them. How you act now will influence what they think of you later. A passing comment you make could be misunderstood. There are eyes everywhere. Jong puts down his spoon. Have you heard something? Was there something I should have heard of? His dad asks. Why does it Jong sound like he... you? What? <laughs> <laughs> Bracing. Why has yeah. something been said? <laughs> Is there something you heard? <laughs> okay, now I get it. Now I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you trying to say? Yeah. Punk. <laughs> Jong says he wouldn't know what his father heard or who he heard it from. His dad asks Jong why he's so sensitive today. It's strange, Jong says. I always thought I've done what you wanted me to do. Why do you always treat me like a delinquent? His dad looks uncomfortable as Jong excuses himself from the table. On his drive home, he opens his phone to look at the picture of him and Seoul together. He thinks about what she said. So you will just wait and I'll have to come to you? I mean, yeah, you're the one who said that y'all needed to take a break. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> this relationship is all over the place. It is. Interesting conversation there also between Jong and his dad. Yes. Kind of a look into Jong's psyche and that he worries about what his dad thinks about him and that for however long, we don't know, He it, it seems like he believes his own father thinks he's strange. That's got to mess with you. Yeah. And sort or, of explains why he's so sensitive about people being like, you're weird and calling him out and why he's immediately like, no, what are we talking about? No. Yeah. Also, apparently, like his father just thinks – Jong is always doing something wrong, that he's a delinquent. And that's... Yeah. That messes with you. Oh, this scene. <laughs> Sol answers the phone at her family's house. She's shocked to hear it's Yangon calling. Why did you call, she asks. I know where you live, he tells her, and of course I have your number. If you answered your cell phone, I wouldn't be calling your house. 
you gave me no choice this is so creepy it it has it has re if it was it was already at this point but it has reached the point of hella like, not I, okay yeah it's like i didn't oh realize this, this was a, a horror show right like, oh my gosh so wonders have you lost your mind and yes girl he has oh yeah long time ago where yeah. have you been mm, no Yangon says he plans to forgive her for what happened at the library. Is she upset about Da Yang? He'll break up with her. He's not a player like Jong. She hangs up on him. Her mother asks who it was. Sol tells her it was some crazy guy talking nonsense, which is not a lie. It's not, yeah, it's yeah. But it's also interesting because now I'm like, Yangon believes his own delusion that he told Da Yang, I guess, that he is like, yeah, she's obsessed with me. I don't understand how. She's just trying to get attention. Is he really that delusional as to think that Soul would be this, like, playing this hard to get? Right? I mean, that's, like, so terrifying because she's multiple times just been like, no, we're yes. done. <sighs> Yangon resolves that if he's going to get Soul to leave Jong, he has to show her proof that Jong's cheating on her. But how is he going to get proof? Then he remembers he has Inha's phone number. All he has to do is get a photo of Jong with the other girl. Gosh, I'm so smart. Yes. Also, I... This is off topic, but I find it so funny how there's this constant nod to Jong being, like, a player and, like, having all these girls in the past, and I just cannot see that, like, with Jong. <laughs> like, he's a soft boy. I could see something's messed up but. with like with uh Juyang where she was like I'm his favorite oh, he treats right. me special yeah. so I could see like a bunch of girls seeing their relationship with him in that way where it's like he treats me special and like all that yeah. stuff and like have that delusion where it's like he's not actually dating them yeah that's so, so yeah they're all just like, he's my boyfriend. He's like, um. And he's just like too, he can't say no. He, yeah. And, he's oh, just and I like, bet he probably uh. does something manipulative to get rid of them. And so then they hate him and are yeah. like, he's a player. Yep. That's so funny to think about that. I want to see that. Instead of just being like, uh, no. He's just like, I've gotten myself into this mess. How am I going to get myself out? Yeah. I must <laughs> manipulate and then get them to hate me. And then they will go away perfect plan yeah. definitely not overly complicated yep no i mean it works we haven't heard or seen juyan since <laughs> she like left the country yeah <laughs> she gone it works she gone <laughs> yangon finally replies to inha's messages do you want to know more then send proof that you are jong's girlfriend inha gets the message and looks through old photos of her and jong remarking that they were close until a year ago what went wrong? She sends a photo of her hanging on Zhang's arm. Yanggang gets excited, saying he can't wait to show it to everyone. She also sends along a rather glamorous shot of herself, saying, this is for you. She tells him to send something in exchange, something sexy. He sends along a shirtless mirror selfie, and Inha plays along, even though she's disgusted. <laughs> she agrees to meet up with him. They both unknowingly are plotting to ruin each other. <laughs> yeah. We hear an emotion... <laughs> we hear an emotion. <laughs> the emotion is disgust at whatever that was. That <laughs> was 
was so good. <laughs> we hear an emotion. We hear a commotion, and Inha looks over to see Song Chol messing with Jeyu, or Fancy Peanut Boy. Oh, wait, you didn't say this. That sounds dumb. <laughs> or messing with who? Jeyu. Because, like, in the last episode, she's like, calls him Fancy Peanut Boy, and I didn't understand why. <laughs> and yeah. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> All right. Inha gets upset that her boy is in distress and goes over to talk some smack. Song Chol is trying to use Jeyu's laptop, so Inha mocks him for being too poor to buy one and pulling Jeyu over to her. Saying she likes him since he buys her things. Oh <laughs> For my what God. it's worth, Jeyu looks pleased, and both he and Inha tell Songchul to get lost. Inha looks over at what Jeyu is studying and recognizes the paintings. Jeyu is impressed, but she says she just happened to guess correctly. Liar, Inha! Liar, you have be, a dream! Be an art curator if you're not good at art. <laughs> curator. <laughs> One damn art curators! <laughs> I don't know why my accent is so thick today. <laughs> Songchul is sulking because even Jehu has a girlfriend. He keeps going up to classmates, but they leave when they see him. So he ends up hanging out with Yangon, who just keeps looking at the picture of Inha's boobs, while Songchul complains about not being able to find a job and things not working out for him. He's also super mad about losing to Jehu, since pretty girls flock to rich guys. It's not fair he's poor, and in this world it's all about money. Yangon sighs. I wouldn't know. I've always had money, and I have more girls than I can handle. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I can't really relate. Songchul looks disgusted. What? Right? Also be what? Yeah. Like, Songchul finally gets roasted, but at what cost? I know. <laughs> Yangon goes to leave, but not before giving some advice. Wake up. Stop blaming others. That's why Jeyu doesn't take you seriously. You deserve to be looked down on. And buy your own coffee. And since when did Yangon start making sense? I don't want to live in this world. Right? I hate it here. Seoul heads into her job at the library. Her coworker shows her that they got a lot of complaints for... Did I say library? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to ask you. I was like, wait, say library again? Because I kind of heard it and then I was like contemplating and I looked at your face and you were... <laughs> it's okay. Just say biblioteca. Do it. <laughs> I'm a curator at the library. <laughs> we're quite the pair, you and I. No, we're kumquats. <laughs> that was the dumbest joke by far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> curator at the library was curator much better. At the library. <laughs> coupons around here <laughs> <laughs> it really wasn't that exaggerated i'm being a dick what's new i know Ugh. do you guys see what i have to live with <laughs> soul heads into her job at the library her co-worker shows her that they got a lot of complaints for the ruckus caused by yangon and she knows soul was part of it you said it correctly, but I just remembered I when you said library. I know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I had to, but I'm like, if I don't get through this sentence now, I never will. <laughs> so I was like, ignore But I like that you laugh, and then you just came up with a straight face. It was very disconcerting. <laughs> Poor soul gets fired on the spot. Oh. Indeed. That's our polls. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's our 
our poor soul for the episode. Or our pole sore. <laughs> Sol is moping with Bora and Untek. She needs to find another job, but it will be difficult halfway through the semester. Untek suggests getting a job that will look good on her resume. Bora hits him with a spoon. It's not that easy. Untek asks Bora if she's worried about her resume. My dad said he'd open me a shop, Bora tells him. And what about you, she asks. The Untek privilege. says he plans... <laughs> I know. Untek says he plans to enter the fashion industry, so he'll start off with a modeling job. Get it, Untek? I know. I don't know if he's being serious, but I hope so. Me too. Because you could be a model boy. like He is a model. There's no lying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we we seen the pictures. We 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 seen those pictures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why do we sound so creepy? Because we're... we are. We are. <laughs> Don't objectify him. I mean, Bora freaking calls him like a slave. Like I think we're okay. I know. Keep it on the DL. Yeah. Be quiet, servant. Bora tells him. Until <laughs> when do you think I'm going to be your servant? He shoots back. <laughs> I like how we were like, Bora calls him a slave. They need to keep it on the DL. And she's like, yeah, and then immediately just brought up. We don't lie. (laughs) Until when do you think I'm going to be your servant? He shoots back. Sol and Bora share a look. Forever, they say in unison. Untek mutters, that's not good. I like how he doesn't even deny it. He's just like, that's not good. Poor boy. Sol resolves it's all for the best. She has more time to study now, but she's exhausted. Yangon texts her the picture of Inha and Jong, saying, you need to see this. And our gal completely falls for it. She sits in the library in a depressed daze when Inho sits next to her, bright-eyed and cheerful, until he sees her face. He pokes her. Hey, mad hair. And she snaps out of it. He's ready to work, but Sol stops him. I'm sorry, but can we do this tomorrow? No, Inho tells her. We have to follow the schedule. (laughs) Okay, Sol tells him, and begins to look over his work. Inho looks at her so tenderly, seems to think it over, and says, Fine, I'm feeling generous. Let's go. (laughs) They're walking together outside. Sol is still agonizing over the thought that Zhang was cheating on her. But I trust him. She's so absorbed in her thoughts that Inho has to save her from walking into a pole. He looks at her like, what the fuck? But Sol doesn't react, just thinking, I know it's a misunderstanding, but that photo... Inho snaps his hands in front of her face. Oh, we're here already, she says. Inho asks what's on her mind. Are you walking me home? Sol asks. Inho denies it. I'm just heading home. You can't be. Your house is that way, Sol tells him. Whatever, just take this. And he hands her a bag. It's pepper spray. And he tells her to aim for the eyes. Also a taser. Also an expendable expandable baton. <laughs> it is not expendable. Very necessary. <laughs> The weapons excite Sol, and Inho clarifies they're for her stalker. Sol thanks him. Inho awkwardly... No! No, you said it! <laughs> like in like a bloodlust, not a sexual lust. <laughs> Keep it PG. <laughs> the way you said it made it sound like BDSM. Because she's okay? like very like... Like she has like... She's like... <laughs> like she's ready but to it's the way you said the line. Right. Okay, it's all my fault, apparently. <laughs> I'm the problem. Yes, <laughs> exactly. As I can't get that out of my... <gasps> <laughs> Inho awkwardly asks why she wanted to skip lessons. What's bothering her? Sol says nothing, but Inho cuts her off. 
I thought you got more comfortable with me. You're bottling things up again. Sol tells him that talking about it won't change anything. And you're busy with your own business. Thanks for these, anyway, she says and walks away. I guess you don't find me reliable, Inho mutters. But then again, even I don't. And my heart is empty. It has broken into a million tiny pieces. Do not hurt this boy! <laughs> I am... Sad end to episode 10. Distraught! <laughs> I, I can, the la, that last line when he, I just, I guess you don't find me reliable, but then again, neither do I. Like, oh, oh this was, this more than anything so far has made me love Inho. Yes. The way that he's like, I thought you were more comfortable with me. You can rely on me. And then he just gets his heart broken. I know it doesn't deserve it he does not it hurts so bad it does sad boy he is (laughs) (laughs) what are we doing i don't know (laughs) it's like like the opposite you're like anti-hyping me Next time something like that happens to you, that that's what you want. <laughs> I need some anti-hype. <laughs> anti-hype. In- <sighs> In- he finally, finally realizes it, then immediately gets his heart broken. <laughs> so I sad. know. Poor boy. He's yeah. too good for this world. He is. I feel like that's like everybody's core thing is, maybe it's a theme, but you're... What has hurt you in the past lingers and manifests in usually negative ways, that whole thing. Childhood trauma tends to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Or I guess even young adult trauma. Young adult <laughs> trauma. YA trauma. <laughs> <laughs> That's mostly what young adult novels are anyways. Just trauma. Right? <laughs> Just trauma. Just How would you like to read some trauma? Thank you. I'd love to. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just did. Oh my gosh! I just finished the song of Achilles. Oh yeah. <laughs> emotions. <laughs> oh, there's so many emotions. That lady writes so well. I don't remember her name, but it was so good. I highly recommend. Uh, Ooh, okay. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I can let you borrow my book. Ooh, thanks. Oh, it was so good. Highly recommend. Anybody wants to read a really tragic gay love story. It's amazing. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for... Out. Oh, sorry. Oh, how <laughs> dare you? I was trying to hand you the mic, but you already had it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Follow us on Twitter at DramatizePod. Or follow us, chat with us on the Discord, which is in our description of our podcast. And it's on our Twitter page. 
Join us next time where we will be discussing episodes 11 and 12 of Cheese in the Trap. Can't believe we're already this far along. It's just flying by. I know. Until next time, don't get traumatized. By the dramatized.